0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind podcast that re-watches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we want to ask you to give us some sort of rating on any kind of podcasting platform out there uh, that you can give a rating to. Like that, that would just be great. We ask you every week, and we would very much appreciate it. And we'll give you a shout-out. Uh, so just... Assuming we remember, uh, we get them so infrequently, we (laughs) kind of always remember. We Uh, guarantee a shout-out, eventually. (laughs) Yes, eventually. Uh, Also, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're still there sometimes. Uh, We are at MCU underscore rewind. uh, And that would be probably the best way to give us any form of feedback. Speaking of feedback uh you we've mentioned that we're doing this thing at the end of the month where we do something that's not exactly rewind uh we've said before we're experimenting with it it's just something that we we're trying out so far we're kind of liking it we want to know what you think so please let us know what you think of those episodes at the end of the month should we keep doing them should we stop doing them should we do them less often uh Probably not more often, just because uh, we want to get through all the MCU stuff. Uh, please let us know. Again, we're on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. Or you can send us a direct email that I'm told Tony reads sometimes, uh, or probably pretty regularly. Anyway, uh, that email address is
1: MCURewind at gmail.com. No underscores in the email. No. And I all read right, it uh, every time we get a message, which has been like six times in the past five years. Okay, Tony gets an alert, and he looks directly at it, no matter what he's doing,
0: day or night. I mean, yeah. (laughs) All right, cool. Yeah, you heard it. That's a guarantee. All right, with all that stuff out of the way, um, let's let's actually get to this week's Rewind, which is us finally, about time, getting back to the second half of Season 5 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So this is Episode 11, All the Comforts of Home
1: which premiered March 2nd of 2018. And as always, here's our rundown of the episode. The Shieldies are back in 2018, and still in the lighthouse. The team meets Noah, another Conicom, who has been monitoring the world from the lighthouse since the Shieldies disappeared. Colson may Fitzsimmons, Mac, and Yo-Yo investigate a beacon emitting from Earth, which fits the description of the first signs of the end of the world. Daisy stays behind in an attempt to not destroy the Earth, and discovers that Deke is also somehow in 2018. He goes on a bender, but forgets that money exists, so he's arrested. Daisy is forced to leave the bunker and save him and prevent him from exposing the team, who are now the most wanted, coming never to ABC. Upon finding the beacon, the team reunites uh, with Agent Piper, who is revealed to be uh, working for General Hale. They are then ambushed by a group of robots, led by a human assassin, as it's presumably. During the fight, the assassin attempts to kill Mac in the, with her circle blade of death, but Yo-Yo blocks the circle blade of death and loses her arms to the circle blade of death. Piper rejoins the team um, as they retreat to the lighthouse uh, with the beacon, which detonates as Noah sacrifices himself to save Daisy and Fitz. Later, General Hale criticizes the assassin, revealed to be her daughter, Ruby, for not following orders. In a post-credits scene, General Hale recruits Carl Creel, aka Absorbing Man, to join her team, and he reluctantly agrees. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Oh, I'm so glad to be
0: back with the Shieldies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I've said this before when we've done movies that it's it's harder to do the rewinds for the movies because mm-hmm. I it starts and I want to watch it. I don't want to look things up. I don't want to write down some notes, any of that kind of stuff. Uh, and this is pretty much the only show where, that's, where I have the same mindset because yep. I love the show. It's just done so well except for those two seasons. And uh, it's it's great. It's great to just be back in this atmosphere, This all that stuff.
1: Mm. Don't worry, Al. We'll get to that with other shows. We'll get to Iron Fist Season 2 soon. It's okay. <sighs> well, you know, I don't remember too much about Season 2 of that, so we'll yeah. see how good and or bad it is. Yeah. I remember it being better than Season 1. But anyway, let's move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Cabney cavity town right on little dude you got super speed i do (laughs) you didn't see that coming
0: what do you have al all right so i uh have a fast fact that in this show we see patrick warburton he shows up as agent Mm -hmm. rick stoner uh so the actor patrick warburton uh he's been in a lot of media uh he was a recurring character on seinfeld he played the tick in the early 2000s tick and also um one of the things, more recently, he played himself in a 2022 episode of The Bachelorette, huh. uh, and then the the character Rick Stoner uh, is from the comics, currently mm-hmm. dead. Uh, always have to add the currently uh, for comic book characters that are dead because you know comic books. Um, uh, his general backstory: uh, Rick Stoner is his character. He didn't work well with Nick Fury or the in Commandos, mm-hmm. uh, and then he was in uh, in charge of Shield. And when that happened, he did not let Nick Fury or the Howling Commandos into S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, then there was some stuff that happened. He was fake assassinated, or he was assassinated, then retconned to be fake assassinated. Uh, and then he wanted revenge against Nick Fury. And then there was some stuff that happened. That they ended up fighting. And now he's dead.
1: Yep. Yeah. The mm-hmm. only thing I would add premiered March, uh, March 1994 in issue called Fury Number One. But yeah, you pretty much got all that stuff. Um, I bet he, I haven't read the comics with Rick Stoner in it, but I'm going to guess his characterization was not Patrick (laughs) Warburton-esque.
0: Yeah, that is a very specific style, and I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially given the, the date that you mentioned. Um, yeah, very different.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if he was Putty yet. (laughs) Patrick (laughs) Warburton. Yeah, well, probably not. Um the title of this episode is called All the Comforts of Home. Uh probably has two meanings. Uh they have all the comforts of 2018 and they're still in the same home they left in 2091. So it's probably a little bit more comfortable, but they have all the comforts of the lighthouse and of 2018. So that's nice for them.
0: Yeah, and, and also like just kind of to add to it, like we don't really know some of the um like some of the dietary restrictions that they had when they were in the future, so I would I was assuming that they didn't eat as much. So now, whenever they get hungry, they can grab a Snickers, and which is yes. a comfort of home. Yeah,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. because they're not themselves when they uh, when you're hungry. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, some other new characters we've got Noah the Chromicon. Uh, obviously, Chromicon's not in the comics, but he's played by Joel David Moore uh who's mostly known for the Avatar movies, the Blue People. Um also he was in uh Dodgeball which is one of my favorite comedies of all time. Haven't seen it in a long time. Hopefully it holds up. Hopefully I don't regret saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard with comedies specifically. Like it, Yeah. <laughs>
0: I I avoid them for that reason. Uh there's one that is mostly okay and it's one of my favorites. And I'm not going to say it on air, just just in case. But so
1: far, it's it's holding up, okay. <laughs> Come on, Al. Well, I'll edit it out if it's if if it's problematic. Uh, Eurotrip. Okay, I I won't edit that out. Uh, okay, but that's right. that's great, a great comedy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. I completely
1: I completely lied. I betrayed your trust. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, not again. I, I love Eurotrip. I remember loving Eurotrip. Again, have not seen it in a long time. Mm-hmm. um two things that uh noah does in this uh he mentions that uh of things he's monitoring including an asgardian in new york which i would presume is odin i that does like fourth or ragnarok i don't know if that lines up yeah that's the hard part we don't really know the the
0: timelines of of these things with specifically the show um, yeah
1: I'm going to presume I'm going to presume from the timeline of Ragnarok butting up against the start of Infinity War that this is closer to 2018 because we need to have a concrete like year 2018 like from publications 2018 is the year of Infinity War and then five years later is 2023 so I assume this is like right before or around the time that Loki and Thor pick up or find Odin
0: yeah it it very well might be um I I think the issue is always or also along with like okay well of the events of Thor Ragnarok and then we get to the end credit scene where the Asgardians are in space uh and Mm -hmm. then they get attacked by Thanos like how much time is between there which would then say how much time there is in this half of the season because a little bit of a spoiler alert um during one of the last two episodes of, of the season, they they mention uh, the events of Infinity mm-hmm. War. Uh, they don't tie in at all, but they, they at least mention. So that yeah. would mean that this half takes that same amount of time um, between those two movies. And it's one of those things that we complain about every single time we do one of That's these, fair. where they they say time, because the show doesn't make it look like that. The show's like, yeah, this is one day after uh, another like every episode is just a day later and that's always so hard (laughs) yeah yeah, i mean it's
1: even hard like mentioning piper is talking like since she since the shieldies disappeared she's been doing x y and z it's like but also with time travel how long have they been gone yeah
0: exactly well so let's see how long was fitz being held in that place uh in the first half of the season uh um, oh, he was in current time was it three months or six months it was it was an amount of time
1: um pardon me while i go back into my notes <laughs>
0: well either way it was either three months or six months then there was a little bit of time after that when he met up with enoch and, and they did their thing and then he just went into cryo freeze and then so that goes to x moment in time and now they came back in time to roughly the present but we also don't know what day that is like is it the day after uh fitz went into cryo freeze or is it another six months like we have no idea
1: uh yeah it's six months uh 210 monkeys is what we established (laughs) gotcha yeah so yeah so it's been at least six months uh possibly only six months we don't know (laughs)
0: Yeah, since the end of the previous season, season four.
1: Yeah, yeah. yep. Um, Let's see. Uh, We also get Ruby in this, another character who's not in the comics. But uh, she's played by Dove Cameron. Uh, She's a singer. She's probably most famous for, I guess she plays Maleficent's daughter, Mal, in the Descendants movie, the Disney Channel original movies. But she's also the animated voice for uh, a Spider Gwen um in both Ultimate Spider-Man and Marvel Uprising alongside Chloe Bennett's Quake.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Hmm. She she does not play that character in um the Into the Spider-Verse films, I am assuming
1: M- right? No, that is Haley oh. Steinfeld.
0: I believe. Oh, really? who, okay.
1: Yeah, who is Hawkeye. A Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. New Hawkeye. Okay. Yes. All right. That's all my fast facts for today. So let's move on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never I mean, said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be
0: outlandish and uh, fantastic.
1: I mean, I'm, I'd rather just stay on the ground for a little while. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Somebody's got to look out for the little guy, right? I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. Of... Al, how do you want to do
0: this? <laughs> oh boy, this is, oh, it's always so hard with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because there's so many of them. That's thats the bulk of it here. Um, let's start with, uh, well, we we have some characters that, that kind of separate into things. Yeah. Um, you know, as soon as they all get back Uh, for the most part, there's a little bit of doing some stuff together, but they Mm -hmm. they pretty quickly separate. Um, So let's start with the easy one. Let's start with Daisy, right? So she separates from the group. She doesn't want to uh, go off and investigate end-of-world stuff because she's still scared that she's the one that uh, destroys the Earth, and she doesn't want to do that, so she stays back. And let's talk about her for the, the episode. We'll start with her.
1: Yeah, well, I was thinking, like, it's great that she doesn't want to save the world or save the world she doesn't want to end the world um but i feel like she's in a pretty good position of not ending the world since currently she doesn't even have powers yeah i completely forgot about that yes (laughs) yeah i don't even have that as a note uh i wrote down that she uses her tech skills um which is her uh which is not her only superpower then i realized yeah no that's her that's her only superpower right now is her technology Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: yeah um it's it's that she this is one of the things that i hate about time travel right because as a character uh in in this story they she she doesn't know what uh okay they have this mystery they know something bad is going to happen but they Mm -hmm. also know that they've looped through this at least twice right possibly more times we don't know how many times these characters have have done this exact same set of things uh so the assumption would then be that if she doesn't want to go near world ending stuff she made that decision last time uh and it ended up somewhere or you know however however it ended up for for them every other time which was earth destroying then again she could also make the assumption of well she would do whatever she did last time uh and maybe that does is going and it is what ends so maybe this time is the decision ah, all right never mind i've talked myself into a loop this is the hard thing about time travel so at a minimum mm-hmm. she took the slightly safer bet of not going near that which is
1: at least something
0: okay good for her congrats mm-hmm.
1: yeah um i don't think it's a major i mean it is a major spoiler but it's like a obvious spoiler uh the world the earth is not destroyed at the end of the season that's Sorry, right, guys. Because they have
0: a sixth and seventh season. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Also, <laughs> if this is in the MCU, the world's still there post Agents of Shield. If the whole MCU ended because Agents of Shield decided to destroy the world, I'd be impressed. <laughs> um. But so, <laughs> I've talked about this before in this season. I really need to look to see. I think I know what changes, but I need a reason why it changed. Why they are able to break the loop this time. Something I'll be watching for.
0: Oh, yeah. I I vaguely remember I think it is the season finale when they do it. Um yeah, then again, yeah. maybe it's possible that they only looped like twice and like they didn't really tell themselves last time. Uh and, and like
1: it's that. So so maybe. Or it yeah, could the just only... be something
0: that changed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know we're gonna be talking about metaphysics and loops too much in the next couple of weeks, but Yeah, the whole, the fact that Yo-Yo has experienced everything twice, at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, Older Yo-Yo that we saw in the last episode of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, it throws a monkey wrench into everything. Because, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep, it's 12 weeks of this. Get ready, everyone. Yeah, well, don't worry. We'll have uh, Avengers Endgame in the middle of it, too.
0: Oh, that's right. We are we are doing it. Okay, but still, yeah. twelve weeks of
1: time travel complaints. Woohoo! Yeah, until until we get. <laughs> I mean, it's Avengers Infinity War we get to in a couple of weeks. Avengers Endgame more time travel complaints. Um, well, runaways that's years out. eventually more time travel complaints.
0: Whoa, whoa! Spoiler.
1: Yeah, right. But yeah, they they yeah. mentioned time travel in the first season, and they yeah, see they, 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 they see future chase so yeah anyway um she sees that deke's been arrested so uh knowing she's on the most wanted list she doesn't even get uh like try to find the black widow agent may face mask
0: yeah i mean maybe they don't have access to it Uh, as far as we can tell they have less technology in this base considering when it was created what it was created for and the fact that colson says it's not even in Fury's black box that he got right so it's it's very off the radar
1: yeah um, but they also have well no they took the effort with them to check out the beam mm-hmm. so never mind yeah yeah so i i presume mm-hmm. every field agent just has one of those masks uh in case of emergencies um i mean
0: it would make sense that at the height of shield, uh, yeah. maybe they they did, but now I'm sure they have less of those, because uh, I'm sure those things are expensive. <laughs> yeah. But at a was... minimum, it, it, like okay, Daisy is a shield agent. She was not trained to be a spy, right? She was more of a uh, was a specialist, right? That's what, yeah. what she was trying to be. The more of the the combat uh, kind of character. Mm-hmm. But I assume that it has that has some level of spy training, which in my mind means that there's at least an intro class to, you know, uh, disguise, you know, a little bit of makeup. Here's how to put a wig on Mm -hmm. that equipment, I'm sure, is in this space.
1: Yeah. Or did she even try to convince Noah to go do it for her? (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. Uh, uh,
0: Oh, no, she did. No, she did. She did. Yes, uh, because he gave a little spiel about not interfering, uh, and then he was like, "But uh, we we can't interfere only in world-ending events." Uh, and then Daisy said, "Well, what about all the other stuff?" Like, "Well, I mean, that that was for leading to the end." Also, that was done by Enoch, not me. Enoch's more of a rules breaker kind of guy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a whole spiel. He was a he was a crazy guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Also, Noah did not want Daisy uh, using his keyboard so he was fine to get her to leave
1: which i don't get i mean presumably it's not a germ thing because presumably chromacons can't catch human diseases well that's machines. the assumption yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh i don't know i mean i i guess they they are like people in that they they have their own individual personalities right they're like mm-hmm. star wars droids right so uh, I guess that's just his thing. He doesn't want people touching his stuff.
1: Okay, I thought you meant they were Star Wars droids, like they're programmed with the pain for no good reason. That too, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Do they feel pain? Uh, droids or chronicons? No, no. Uh, chron <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Droids definitely feel pain because there's that tortured droid in Return of the Jedi. Mm. Um. Lately, I've been thinking
0: that the entire reason droids are programmed to feel pain is so that they don't just rise up and take over. And I think it fits every
1: scenario that I, I, I think of. Like, okay, cool. Well, it does, except for the fact that Fitz is in Marvel and not Star Wars. But yeah, you're totally right. That joke barely worked there, Tony. I know, but it worked. But, it worked. But it worked. <laughs> I made it fit, goddammit. <laughs> but not plural. Yeah, all right <laughs>
0: Yeah. anyway Daisy goes to the jail to get deke out and it works i I think she's bad at this part of the job like it's it's easy to, to i feel like the second she's asked a question it takes her too long to think of an answer yeah and these are like the basic questions like so i guess maybe she really was only trained to be the combat oriented type of specialist no no real spy stuff
1: yeah um is may may's a specialist as well right before she retired uh that's
0: that's the thing i don't remember because i I remember the specialist being the title that ward had Mm -hmm. and then i don't remember if they said may was a special like maybe she was i don't i i just only remember ward being the the specialist
1: I mean, the reason I ask is like do the shieldies not have any spies on their spy organization currently? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, no no one dedicated for that role,
0: I guess. That's a good point. Like they all have some amount of training in that, but I guess they're bad at it because you've got yeah. Daisy who won't think through the those questions. You've got uh May who doesn't want to wear a dress uh for a mission you've mm-hmm. got mac who just stands out like that that's it that's his one problem he's also I'm sure he's a great mechanic at part.
1: he was never <laughs> meant
0: to be a spy <laughs> that's true yeah he was never meant to be a combat oriented person yet now
1: he's one of the heavy hitters on the team mm-hmm. i yeah, guess the, the only... closest i'm sorry i'm gonna say the only spies we did have were bobby and hunter who were there for like two seasons yeah i I mean ward was a pretty good
0: spy doing spy stuff but again he Mm -hmm. was a special he had that specialist title i don't know if like would would natasha romanoff did she have that title or hawkeye or or did
1: was that like a separate class unto themselves Uh, i well definitely i feel like hawkeye was a specialist because um yeah he's definitely not a spy and he says that to um to natasha like she's a spy he's a soldier okay
0: yeah that's, that's a good point all right so I guess maybe maybe spy was a separate title <laughs> yeah. okay classification yeah all right
1: anyway yeah so um she gets him out but also raises red flags to one of the two guys and yeah is there any I think that's it for Daisy yeah that's pretty much it okay
0: all right, so now we've got the rest of the team, everyone else, because uh, they all leave to investigate stuff. um th- Let's see. Do, do we, is there anything you want to say about them before they they like went off and show, uh, got on the zephyr? and uh, A little
1: bit. Well, first of all, mm-hmm. my first note was it's super lucky none of them appeared phased into something like uh, <laughs> May did.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was thinking the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Yeah and then also um yeah so apparently this is where the monoliths are (laughs) Fitz and may find them yeah so i um
0: had a question about that um Mm -hmm. so i i could have sworn the original one the the, the first one that we ever saw the teleporting across worlds one yeah um i thought that one was destroyed or was it not was it just
1: like lost to the bottom of the ocean
0: at the end of season um,
1: two. Not the end of season two.
0: Oh, sorry, cause... three, yes. It, it shows up in season three. They first see it in season two, and then season yeah. three is when the stuff happens with it. Um, so I thought, yeah, I thought it was destroyed when, uh, when they, because Simmons wanted to go back to that planet to save, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, the... Guy who yeah, the guy for- who ended up being yeah. Hive. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was taken over by Hive. Yeah, um, and then when they came back, I could have sworn it was destroyed, but I guess not.
1: Okay, and uh, obviously not because it's here. Woo. Let's see. Okay, so it was destroyed, and then Malik brought it back together. Um, and that's when all that stuff happened. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at the uh the Marvel wiki,
0: okay, yeah, got it
1: so before hive killed Malak, Malik
0: brought it together because hive killed him like just a couple episodes later, I could have sworn, yeah,
1: so it was um so it was destroyed, they destroyed the castle that it was in, and it <laughs> was destroyed and presumably refound by the shield or by like other people in shield and probably presumably put there to keep it out of people's hands and since it's liquid it reforms okay all right i guess i
0: i would have assumed because it wouldn't have been shield who put it here i i assumed it would have been the chronicoms who put it there probably noah specifically yeah because shield shield didn't know about this base Okay, so these are called.
1: Oh wait, these are different. Oh, okay. We learn about more about them in season six.
0: I I remember that. I know that that they're a big part of season six and a little bit of seven, but for the most part, six. So. Okay. All right. So okay. So maybe these, because there were three. I know that that's the thing that they go over yep. in season six. I don't want to go over it too much, but I could have sworn the. Yeah. One we had already seen, this teleporting one,
1: was one of them, but maybe not. Okay. I'm trying to see if this... Yeah, no, this is a different one. <laughs> these are different ones <laughs> than oh. the one that we saw. Because they have... These are called... Um, spoilers for Season 6, I guess. They're called Dialas, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. want to go into what they do. But according to the Marvel Wiki, there's a, se- a separate one for the cream Monolith. A portal for traveling to the planet Mavis. Oh, okay. All right. So
0: that would be the fourth one. Yes. If they're, but, but that one was destroyed. Okay. Got it. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, now we know. Okay.
1: Yep. Um. That, again, season six, super confused by it looking back. So I'm excited <laughs> to jump into that in like a year or two. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there there are the portals in there. Um, They're a little freaked out for good reason. Mm-hmm. I I bet have them all in the same place is not going to be a problem at all. So not even going to worry about it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. And then Coulson also uh, conspicuously avoids getting a checkup, uh, which I think is desperately needed for everyone after months on a, a, a suffering from malnutrition, probably solar radiation, whatever radiation you get for time traveling without one of the Stark suits. Mm-hmm. um yeah yeah you definitely need a checkup <laughs> oh yeah yeah exactly um
0: uh, uh yes but at a minimum like you also need to see where you are like what's if no yeah. one needs immediate medical attention i guess you can put it off for an afternoon oh, yeah. and then they never do it mm-hmm. i mean they do uh
1: eventually <laughs> I, yeah, okay, I guess. I guess it could happen off screen at some point. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so the team decides to go to check out this beacon, which is the first time uh the first sign that what's his name told them towards the, was going to be the end of the world, where's these lights coming out in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um but this sky beam isn't coming from the sky. Fitz figures out it's coming from Earth to the sky. <gasps> dun dun dun. And it's the same thing that calls the Cree. To Earth uh, previously, that uh, Hive did. Um, If I remember correctly, and we see, like, obviously in this episode, the Kree don't attack, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I remember correctly, those activated the Kree that were, like, in orbit around the Earth. Yeah, like, summon them because they were in stasis, so
0: it, like, just Uh pulled them down or something, or or turned on their ship to tell them to come to Earth or something like that. Yes.
1: So. I'm guessing, like, either the Kree are, like, maybe months out, and that's why they show up right after the destruction of Earth, or they don't get the signal at all. Yeah,
0: I I vaguely remember—yeah, I, I think they don't get the signal. Um, Actually, given what—hmm. So I'm trying to remember what Fitz says uh, about this, because I, I feel like he said something about it's not actually transmitting, or uh, maybe it was. Because the, what was it? it, was just the battery that was the human added part?
1: Yeah, the, the timer, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. Which I know yeah, is skipping ahead so maybe... a little bit,
1: but he does very professionally ripping off a piece of this, ba- this alien tech to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, I do like the moment when the team goes outside for the first time and just like, enjoys the fresh air Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. um and then mac doesn't want to steal a van i know he has a problem with killing is he just like afraid of anything that's breaking the law (laughs) or morally i mean (laughs) i mean yeah i guess it, it is
0: immoral right stealing someone um they're wanted so it just brings attention to them especially in what from what they can tell is a small town right river's end has a little plaque there um mm-hmm. what is it a uh, a
1: small town with a big heart something like that or i thought it was like the biggest little city on earth but that might be <clears throat> reno
0: that that one's yeah yeah sorry
1: yeah yeah um i'm like where's so, so I, I, I know uh, like mac Morley, like he's very christian and good for him uh so it's like doesn't want to steal doesn't want to kill I don't think anyone should want to kill, stealing. Mm -hmm. There's moral ambiguity. Uh, Mm -hmm. He has no problem with lying, though, (laughs) which is one of the commandments. I,
0: I I think, I think maybe it's a lying in that case was a victimless crime or a victimless crime. Uh, Stealing something, yeah. This person is trying to sell this truck, Um, and at least you know at the end they, they didn't break it so that's good because you know half the time yeah. when a superhero type of show involves someone borrowing a car that car is getting destroyed that's yep yeah um yeah i, th-
1: yeah. I think it's really just the victimless crime part of it mm-hmm. and luckily they found out with that cop whose van it was so mm-hmm. yeah yeah so they were able to write that on the note yep yeah so yeah they go in uh find it find piper who, uh, is working for Hale, right? Hmm. Yep.
0: I mean, Our... mm-hmm. oh, we'll talk about Pam You're... later. Sorry, I was I was just yeah, about yeah. to jump into it. No, 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 no.
1: Well, she she's got her own stuff later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, robots attack. Apparently.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll good, talk. Good thing they're robots, because mm-hmm. otherwise yeah. Mac wouldn't be able
1: to kill them. So that's good. But Mac. We'll take down all robots all day. <laughs> he hates robots. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm And then uh Assassin well, not a spoiler. Ruby comes in all assassiny and with a mask and uh takes off Yo-Yo's arms. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that was a thing we saw
0: in the future, right? That she was missing her arms. So this is mm-hmm. what happened. Um I remember it happened early in this half of the season. Did not remember it was the first episode of yep. this stuff. Like, oh man. Oh. That is rough. All right.
1: Yeah. Yep. And yeah, then they come back and everything's terrible. Um and uh they come back with the beacon being disabled. Uh Let's see. Uh yeah, and it they don't test it to make sure it's turning off, so they just bring it into the room and um, it explodes and Noah dies.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, on the bright side, they were monitoring it, so it didn't hurt anyone that we care about. Just Noah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, to be fair, you know, they they had uh, other things on their mind. They had to get back to be able to save Yo Yo because I don't know how long you could live with your arms cut off like that. Like I. I don't know how long it'll no. take you to bleed out. So I'm, I'm assuming they were doing the standard thing, right? Put pressure on the wound. Yeah. Um, Get some belts. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not. Uh, it, it's not like she was hit by a lightsaber, which will instantly cauterize the wound. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know how that works. To be honest, like I, I always assume
1: that 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 meant your your veins. Don't. Uh, I don't know. Oh, anyway. cauterization.
0: Well, no, I just, in, in my mind, it was always like, all right, well, you have veins going, you know, from your, in your body out, let's say into your hand. And if your hand is cut off because the lightsaber, then do you, do you have blood going where blood shouldn't be in the body? I don't know. No, that's that's it's, where I get it's, confused. Okay.
1: It's okay. just stopped because like, cauterization is, I don't know if it's standard, but mm. common in movies and TV shows to stop bleeding. It's just <laughs> like, holds the pressure in um in fact i actually i don't know the best (laughs) way to i'm not a doctor or an emt (laughs) or paramedic or anything so i would not say it's the best way to handle a situation but i know it is a way to handle a bleeding situation (laughs) okay so what you're saying is this is
0: one more thing about star wars that is realistic i'll take it yep yep okay all right that's all I wanted. All right. Um, do we have anything else for the shieldies? Uh, no. Oh, um, I mean, there was the one thing. Uh, Coulson and Daisy kind of had a little bit of an argument at the start of the episode because this was uh, left leftover from the previous episode they had oh, yeah. um, where Coulson had to uh, trank uh, Daisy. Um, mm-hmm. So she was not happy. Um, so the, the only real note that I have is Coulson is, is really treating her like a daughter in a sense. Yep. Um, We'll, we'll get a little bit more as the rest of the season goes on, and actually some more next week specifically. Uh, but it really feels like the daughter part is the the big part of uh, of what he's he's how he's treating her.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But anyway, that's it. That's all I've got. All right. Same here. All right. Then let's uh, take a quick break for some ads, and then we'll come back and talk about some villains.
1: Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark-Raving Hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration,
0: the Jerry. Hey, Tony. I live in what people think of as a big city. And you live in a city. What's the difference? The word big? Exactly. A good advertising department. (laughs) (laughs) Also theme parks, but mostly the (laughs) advertising department. Fun fact, the city of Orlando is 20 square miles larger than Sacramento and has 200,000 less people living in it. And that's the problem with cities today. Too big, too small, too many people, too few people. It's just too much and not enough. And that's why this week, because they only pay for one week of advertising, we are telling you about the city of Rivers End, a small town with big heart. If you're looking to visit a place that has that quiet, simple town atmosphere, this is the place to go. If you're looking to vacation in a gigantic city, that can also be that place if You like squint a little, it'll kind of look big. This is also the place to go wherever you're looking for in your next trip. Rivers End has it bars, electronic stores, police who don't ask too many questions, secret <laughs> military installations to hide out if the world ends, and tranquil beaches. So, when you're planning your next weekend away or three month vacation, go to Rivers End, you won't be disappointed. And when you get there, Go to a bar and use promo code MCU Rewind to pay my tab. I forgot to
1: pay the last time I was there. <laughs> yeah, and they charge you an extra ten percent every day, so it's going to be a big tab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping multiple people go. Yep. All right, I have my post-it note ready. Took notes so I could try figure it out this time. What your theme <laughs> is? All right. Uh, so just
0: a heads up. Um, the way that I do these is because we do two episodes at a time. Uh, I bake whatever the first one is and then I make the the second one. So next week's, um, I just kind of added to like, I, it's, it's going to be all right. I already said this and that one. So I I guess it's going to be, this is the theme. So, okay. um, You just choose one aspect.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The theme is started. Yeah. Uh, All right. (laughs) Good to know all right moving on to our villains i ask you to what end dread it run from it destiny arrives all the same it's funny isn't it how even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature
0: what the hell does that mean that i am the ill intent Any time, boys
1: Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Uh, Hydra! I want to start with Ruby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruby. Uh, first of all, I feel like, um, God, I can't remember her name. Uh, Dove Cameron was like an up-and-coming okay. actress, so we'll put her in the show to boost some ratings. <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah, I mean, she was a Disney kid.
0: She she did a lot of Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew of her because that was like the tail end. Of uh, like my wife being an adult, growing up watching uh, a lot of Disney Channel stuff, she still kind of watched stuff. Um, so she she had like had seen those those movies uh, Dove Cameron was in, and mm-hmm. she just hated like she thought she was a bad actress, and so she hated her as a result. And mm-hmm. that just led into this show. She was just not happy <laughs> about it. <laughs> um,
1: but I had no idea.
0: But so okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> No, she was almost uh, one of the Powerpuff Girls with Chloe Bennett, who was going to be another Powerpuff Girls in that live-action CW show they canceled? That's right, yeah. Oh, it did
0: officially get canceled? Because I knew Chloe Bennett left. Okay. All right. Yeah, Yeah. I did remember that. Yeah. (laughs) That that would have been interesting. Did you read the script leaked for the pilot episode? Did you read it? I I did not read read anything about it. I also did not read the script, but I read what people were saying about it, and it was... It it, it seemed overdone at, at some spots.
1: Yeah. I That would have been a show where I watched an episode because I was curious, and then probably never watched another episode. I probably would have gotten like two or three episodes, but yeah, yeah. I, I feel
0: like it would have been the same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Ruby... Uh, a presumably li- much like Dove Cameron obsessed with Quake <laughs> um, she has a Quake poster um, when Quake is like a known criminal she's on the most wanted list which most wanted list we don't know but a most wanted list or all the most wanted lists
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, I imagine it's kind of like uh, you know the Che Guevara uh, posters that were really popular in the what, the 70s 60s and 70s um, just like a-, a symbol of her rebellion Yeah, probably something
0: like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I will uh, say that remote. she is
0: playing a she is playing a really good teenager. She is good at this this uh, part of the of
1: the role. Yeah, I mean, she looks like a person because I looked her up at this time. I think she was twenty two or twenty three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she looks like a person who's going to be playing a teenager for at least the next fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, her mother is General Hale, who uh, is not very supportive of her love of Quake since she is after Quake. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But also has no problem with weaponizing her daughter. Yeah. Do we, yeah. Mm-hmm. do we get much of a backstory about her? I'm very curious about how this works. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there, okay. is, there is an episode
0: that is just okay. backstory for her. Um, it's like so cool. not not really a spoiler just just giving you a reminder it gives her history and i i think it it leads in and that kind of leads into this i think it's really just the episode is her life is what that episode is okay so i vaguely so we, we remember we
1: something, possibly yeah. something but i don't want to get into it <laughs> i don't want to be proven right or wrong um, <laughs> whatever you said if it's correct then it's
0: a big spoiler so
1: yeah Never. I'm gonna stay. Um, on that. yeah. So, uh, she's uh, she's a human weapon. She's obsessed with Daisy. So, since Daisy's not there, she cuts off Yoyo's arms to get her attention. Yeah, that's that's a big escalation. That's the uh, uh,
0: like I I don't know what to think of her as a person. Like she's she's, um, I don't know if murderous is the right phrase. That, that's the other question. Does she want to kill Daisy? I can't tell. Is this one of those? I don't know. I idolize
1: her, so if I beat her, I'm better than her. Woo! Is that Mm -hmm. that she wants to be in a uh, superhero show where she has blue hair and uh, Daisy has green hair? I don't know who was playing who (laughs) in that show. (laughs) I remember, I
0: remember Chloe Bennett was going to be the leader, the red one.
1: Uh, That's all I remember.
0: uh, Blossom. Okay, Blossom. Oh, and I actually, now that I think about it, a little bit more. I'm pretty sure Dove Cameron would have been the blue one. All right, Bubbles, that makes sense. Who is going to play Buttercup? Now I'm curious. Uh <laughs> I don't remember the actress. I looked her up and she had only done Broadway stuff. Uh she might have been done one or two things on TV, but it, those were pretty small roles. Uh It was going to be called Powerpuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because you can't just have like the
1: full name. You gotta you know. Well, it they're not they're name. not little girls anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yana Peralt as okay. Buttercup. Whoever has is she gone on to movie? to do
0: anything anything good anything interesting? Hold on. Oh, now um, now that I asked, now
1: you're looking it up on IMDb. Okay, well that am. makes a lot of sense. No, no. Uh she hasn't been in anything film-wise. IMDb she's been in two things. The Powerpuff uh which never came out and mm-hmm. she was in an episode of Good Morning America as like a guest or as... oh she sang Jagged Little Pill <laughs> um I presumably from her Broadway show. <laughs> oh, okay. Which I okay. know the song Jagged Little Pill, but it's probably a, one of the jukebox musicals or something. I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. The name sounds uh, familiar. What, what is that song?
1: Um, it's Alanis Morissette. I'm not going to sing on the podcast, Al. <laughs> oh, one of these days. We're at
0: nearly 300 episodes, and I've almost gotten you. All right, fine. <laughs> one of these days, I'll get you.
1: Uh, I've never tried. Oh, Jagged Little Pill is a musical written by Diablo Cody and also an album by uh, Alanis Morissette is oh, okay. the album that you ought to know comes from like her big one? Hmm.
0: Oh, okay gotcha yeah so this is like a like an abba thing
1: with um Modern, uh, yeah or that green yeah, day say, yeah. american idiot yeah yeah presumably okay. i'm not a big enough fan of lansmore set to watch <laughs> to try to find out <laughs> same here Anyway, I'm going. To, I'm going to have to edit that whole conversation way down. Whatever you guys <laughs> just heard, it was probably three times as long <laughs> about Powerpuff and Elizabeth Morissette. Anyway, uh, Mom has her locked up and talking about Mom. She's building her own team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing the team is definitely going to have Crusher Creel, her psycho daughter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably the lady with razor blade fingers, and that guy with a really big mouth from um. Uh Daisy's dad's team, I'm presuming. I don't know. <laughs> who do you think is gonna be on the team at
0: uh, Not from who? memory.
1: Who would you want to see on the team? From
0: uh it's okay because I don't remember uh this okay. team at all, actually. So uh if I were to guess, um I'm trying to think of, of past characters on Agents of Shield that are still alive, and I really can't think of anyone. Um
1: uh,
0: I mean yeah there there might be a, an inhuman here there here and there mm-hmm. um I really just cannot think of anyone Yeah, there ooh 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 that that guy uh at the bottom of that lake that that inhuman who oh uh, yep that who, that guy
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, definitely coming yeah.
0: back right <laughs> yep the, the the guy who had one episode had a really cool power and then uh He's double teragenesis yeah yeah and
1: then went back into Terra Genesis. okay oh yeah i are is the most exciting does marvel think the most exciting thing we can hear is i'm putting together a team it's gotta be right because it
0: it just (laughs) keeps showing up i mean it's it it sucks because it's not used in a cool way anymore right like the very first time was used by nick fury and that was pretty cool uh now we're seeing it i mean we see it here uh where else
1: did we see it um We've seen it at least it... three times to my memory and S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> oh, because, okay. Yes, because we have this. We have um, uh, Daisy's dad. Oh, we have okay. uh, the secret warriors that Davey, Daisy was putting together at the end of that season. So she was putting mm. together a team. So three times okay. here. Uh, mm. It's
0: also said during the end scene or end credit scene of Morbius.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Morbius was putting together a team. Um, mm-hmm. Also, of course, uh, Contessa Allegra de Fontaine. Oh yeah, putting oh. together a team. Okay, well, that one might—that one was a little cool, but that's that, no. I mean, again, it's, you know, yeah, yeah. the movie ones are way better. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Oh, Thor put—he's putting together a team, the Revengers.
0: Oh, that's right. He, he literally mm-hmm.
1: says that. Yeah, that was
0: more that was more said like to be kind of funny, but yeah. But still, it happened.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 Um, yeah. And then Jessica Jones is specifically not on a team, uh, Mm -hmm. despite being in the Defenders. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was more of a consultant on the team. Was she though? I think if anyone, I think Claire. Claire was a consultant. (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) yeah or she at very least she was the (laughs) Nick Fury she's the one who knew everybody and yeah yeah she brought in at least three of them (laughs) Mm mm-hmm all right yeah all right um anything else for villains uh no no I've got nothing else all right guy in the chair guy in the chair I think that's what I want to
0: do: is help people with
1: abilities. No, 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 no! Not those three wombats. No way. How? How, did, how is Deke there?
0: <laughs> um, I mean, it, it makes sense. Uh, I guess he does it. Was touching? He he had to touch the rock, right, to power it. He, he, oh he did okay. Something. Yeah, there was like a a small version of the rock. I think there was yeah, something piece there. Of the rock. So yeah. So okay. All right. I guess that makes sense. Okay. Then I'll buy it. <laughs> it was a little weird that he showed up. What I think was later, um, or maybe that mm-hmm. was just you know how they how it was edited together. No, no, it was because he showed up as the Shieldies, like right after they stole the van, uh, and then drove off mm-hmm. because that's when we see him arrive. So,
1: yeah that that that's weird. I mean, I'm glad Deke's there. I actually do like I like modern de or 2018 Deke way more than I like 2091 Deke. I don't know yet.
0: We'll see. Um, I'm I'm I, I'm I'm reserving judgment because I I think this is when I don't like him as a character uh, when he's it. We'll we'll see more of him later.
1: But yeah. Well, you know what? I like my favorite Deke is season seven Deke. So. <laughs> That, that is a fun deke. Yes, I, yeah. I will agree with you there. That is that is the best version. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, so more than him somehow being alive in there in 2018, the bigger problem I have with this, I have two major problems with his whole sequence.
0: Uh-huh.
1: First of all, who throws out an entire ice cream cone? <laughs> with the ice cream? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, someone who dropped it. Yeah. I mean, possibly, but then they would just leave it on the sidewalk, not in the trash can. Oh,
0: yeah, that's
1: a good point. Okay, all
0: right, all right.
1: And second of all, what bar still carries Zima?
0: <laughs> uh, that one, a small town bar.
1: Um, it, it was just it was in the back. Like I I'm, guy I'm looking the it bar up. Z- it Zima so- drink. <laughs> I just looked it up. Discontinued in the United States in 2008. But still in production until 2021 in japan <laughs> oh okay oh wait there was a limited release in 2018 <laughs> probably they brought back <laughs> oh. and this was 2018 this is probably part of like advertisement not just a joke oh that that okay that actually makes a lot of sense <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. All right. good thing i figured that out mm-hmm yeah so this guy walks into your bar, right? Your bar and grill. <laughs> he asks for a beer. Well, first of all, he looks horribly filthy. He asks for a beer. He hates the beer. He drinks presumably a six packs of your entire stock. <laughs> uh, and maybe like sixty to a hundred dollars worth of food. And you're not and he's there till closing and you're not worried at all that he's not gonna pay. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times. I mean, that's that's kind of how restaurants work,
0: I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've never I worked was in the more... restaurant business. <laughs> uh, it's, I he just kind of I guess you just kind of assume right maybe unless unless he looks like he doesn't have the money to pay. That is all I could think of.
1: Um, I feel like he. he worth... looks like he didn't have the money to pay. To me,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, it was part of that. Yeah. Um. I don't know how how many showers or cleansing devices exist in the future he's from uh yeah that was actually something i never thought about how did they clean themselves anyway um i was more thrown off by the bartender not carding him like right because that i feel like that would be an easy thing like yeah you're acting very weird uh how old are you let, let me see an id is this like a shazam situation or, or what <laughs> so true i mean shazam would never card it yeah exactly that's the problem that's why you have to card people because what if they're shazammed
1: (laughs) it's true very dangerous (laughs) shazamming has been the epidemic for the last few years that's what the news keeps telling me yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah so uh he fails to run away and gets arrested and then we kind of talked about that already (laughs) Mm yeah yeah i don't really have anything else for him um Oh, uh, he doesn't like beer. And I agree. I mean, first of all, you don't go into a bar and just order a beer. You need to know what kind of beer you like. And the bartender will not just give you a beer. He will ask you what kind.
0: That's true. Yeah, they, they'll they usually ask, like, what kind. And then you have, to, you have to know a little bit of the lingo, right? Like, on tap. Or, it's my 21st, I don't know. And then, then they go from there, right? But at least... At least there's a little bit of the I don't know what to order. Uh yeah. Fair. Yeah. Maybe maybe this was the bartender's like it's not his business. He doesn't usually work there. He just his his friend owns it and he was just helping out for the day.
1: The only argument I have against that is when the guy tried to dine and dash, like well Deke gets very bad at dining and dashing. He couldn't even run effectively. Well, he was. I think joined, if, Deke, yes. if Deke made it to the door, I don't think this guy would have followed.
0: <laughs> I agree. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. Uh, we also have Piper. Uh, mm-hmm. All these, all of my notes are lies because she's been running Shield since uh, uh, they've been away. She's been telling the story, but no, she's been uh, working with Hale to try to get the Shieldies.
0: Yeah, I mean. It, it, her story like it, it makes sense right that she would be uh like she was lied to by Hale, um mm-hmm. and it makes sense that she would believe Hale because i mean she doesn't have a reason to distrust her uh until the robots show up and ruby tells oh, yeah. them to kill the shilties so that's a it's a whole other
1: issue but mm-hmm. is this something yeah, I, don't, I don't remember I don't al her. al it's something <laughs> I, I don't remember and did they explain it? How does Hale have robots? I have absolutely no idea. Okay. okay. Um, I don't know. As long as it's not Maybe... just me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I have an idea, but I don't know if they it's explicitly stated. Um, and okay. I my guess is based off of future stuff in this season that I okay. don't want to say because of spoilers. So. I don't. I I have no idea if they explicitly say why, but they they might they might say something about it. Actually, they they probably will. I'm sure at some point they have to explain whatever it is about her daughter that's powered. Maybe I don't even remember if she has powers. I don't I don't know what's up with her. But okay.
1: Yeah. So Piper eventually chooses a shield side when they find out that they're trying to be murdered. Mm-hmm. And yay, Piper's back. You know, beloved yay, yay. character, Piper.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she is. Uh, she, she's a cool character. Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, anything else for guys in the chair? No, that's it. Alright. Moving on to 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of credit. 12%? An argument can be made for 15. 12% well, my baby? I did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, yeah. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know, 12%. 12%? (laughs) That is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side?
0: I am Groot. So what is better than 11%? What the hell does that have to do with anything? Uh, Let's see, I actually had two things. We talked about one of them, the monoliths already. Uh, The other thing is just a a reminder. Um, The agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are the most wanted uh, by whoever it is that wants people. Um, so the reminder is: the Avengers who are still alive, or, or who are around on Earth and all that, definitely know that Coulson is alive.
1: Are they a law enforcement agency? Do they know who's on the most wanted list? I have absolutely no idea. But when, when and then, we saw and also, uh, mm-hmm. at this moment, still only only Tony Stark knows because uh, he's he's the only avenger still officially an avenger who knew uh Coulson. Uh oh, officially an avenger. Sorry,
0: I mean the the original Avengers team.
1: Well, yeah, I mean Yeah, I mean Black Widow's no, still is around po- post Civil mm-hmm. War. They're not getting briefings.
0: No, I'm not they're not, but I mean remember that fits uh in that episode where he escaped from whatever wherever Hale had him um from that that military base he saw the the news stories and they had like the pictures of the shieldies and they had Mm. a story and it called out colson as one of them by name um like it's it is a story that was in the news and so okay and and so that moment was when i said all right in my mind officially now it's it's known that colson is alive um it probably happened back when shield came back to be a real thing in season four, mm-hmm. but that's, uh, we never knew for sure there was some, it's possible. Like they, they could storyline, you know, just write it off and say like, well, they never became official.
1: So they weren't out there. And
0: all the, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think the Avengers know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll just, Tony, Tony doesn't forever. watch the news. Tony doesn't watch the news. True. Cap. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Hawkeye knows, because he's at home under house arrest. Maybe he's watching TV, because Black Widow and Cap are on the run, mm-hmm. and uh, Thor and Banner are in space. Well, okay, the, yes, if you're in space, they're not going to know,
0: but I think at least Cap and Black Widow know. Um, I mean, they're not just sitting around playing poker on a Quinjet, they're...
1: Maybe they are, at no. a minimum a video game of are. some sort.
0: Yeah, they might be. Um <laughs> but not all the time. They have to okay. get out,
1: resupply, see some They're, news. Yeah, they go to Wakanda. The they go to Wakanda Wakanda doesn't care about the rest of the world. I mean it does, but not really. <laughs> okay, true. Well no, only Cap goes to Wakanda. You think he doesn't bring um Natasha and um Sam with him? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he
0: was told specifically not to bring anyone else because I, I believe that that would be a, a Wakandan thing. Um but I'm, I'm sure that's what T'Challa told him. And then also um there was that scene in Infinity War where it was Sam yeah, Sam was flying the the Quinjet and Cap had to tell him where to go and, and Sam um, was like, "All right, you sure? Cuz I'm going to if not I'm about to fly into a uh into a,
1: a, mountain. a wall." Yeah, mountain. Mhm. A wall, you know, all those walls we have. Um yeah. Nature. Okay, that that makes sense. Okay, Um <laughs> right. but also none of the shieldies or none of the Avengers watch the news, except for possibly Hawkeye, because he seems a little old school. <laughs> well, I I would assume that Captain America reads newspapers. Yeah, but he has to go buy a newspaper. He doesn't have an address for it to get
0: delivered. Oh no, no, he just sees them in those newspaper stands and he like walks by and he just sees the uh, headline and he, it'll say something about shield. And then you like, Whoa, I should look into that. Uh, like, like myself, when I get like a little pop-up notification on my phone, that's a headline. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to read the article, but I'll read the headline and make a bunch of assumptions.
1: Cap would oh, obviously
0: yeah. assume that Colson is alive.
1: Mm-hmm. Or he'd be like, wow, someone else took over shield. Cause Colson is obviously dead.
0: And why would he think, colson would ever take over shield because it's not like colson was ever near the top when he met mm-hmm. him yeah he was just an agent <laughs> uh, all right we're, we're forever going to disagree on this one but okay yep all right <laughs> all right uh i don't have anything else are you ready to write the episode i am
1: i know my value
0: anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter
1: earth just lost your best defender so we're here to fight strongest avenger access denied Strongest Avenger.
0: Access denied.
1: Hermione Stark. Banner.
0: Welcome, Strongest Avenger.
1: Oh, what? Al, how many bottles of Zima are you giving this episode? (laughs) Uh, I am going with, uh, I gotta say four.
0: You know, it it was great to just jump right back into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, And also the episode itself really just jumped right into things. Uh, There was... Like, very little downtime. The only stuff I didn't care for was the stuff with Deke, but it also makes sense storyline-wise. I, I thought it, it, it worked out pretty well. And even that wasn't, like, too much. So I was happy about it. Um, I mean, one of the things I don't like is is part of the, like, hey, here's a little bit of a story you're, that, that you don't know much about. We're, we're slowly dripping that off to you, which, okay, but it's the start of this half of the season, a new storyline and so uh that's to be expected with any show really that's not episodic um so yeah four four
1: out of five how about you it's it's almost like they didn't take like four and a half months between each episode um yeah no i'll give it a four also although i do think it might be a little inflated because we're back with our favorite team so Mm -hmm. (laughs) the first episode that we're back with them we probably give higher ratings every time but yeah Mm -hmm. four episodes four or four episodes four balls zima Good enough. As a person who's never tried Zima, that actually probably sounds like it might be too much. (laughs) Uh, Probably. At least too too much Zima to enjoy. That's what I'm saying. Not Ah. the rating. Gotcha. I've never had it,
0: so I won't comment on that.
1: Uh, But I will
0: read this and tag stuff for our episode. Hey, everyone, join us next week. We'll keep rewinding Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season five, we will be talking about episode 12, the real deal. In the meantime, uh, please, pretty please, give us some sort of rating somewhere, uh, and uh, also tell us, tell us that you gave us a rating. Tell us on MCU uh, underscore rewind at at sorry, tell us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind. Um, we we have a thing that'll kind of tell us about the the ratings. We we get the report once a week, but if you use like a weird one that's not very popular, then we won't know about it. So uh, just tell us anyway. All right, anyway. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off.
1: Have a marvelous
0: day.